0: Hello, hey, y'all. hello, y'all.
1: Welcome to another episode of Bravo Wild Black. We are not sure when we're going to release this, but today is literally the Friday after BravoCon. My vocal cords are still fried um, just <laughs> from screaming at the most random things. Like, I don't know if you guys heard me. I was on So That Is Good with Ryan Bailey, and I told him, like, one of my favorite things was that at BravoCon from the very first day, even if you saw someone from like season three, episode one of Below Deck, people were like screaming. And we were just like, oh, let's just scream. So my vocal cords are fried. Erin is here. And we have a very special yes, guest. Yes, very special. From Instagram and her podcast. And she even hosted her own panel or two this weekend at RubbleCon. We have Amy Phillips. Welcome, girl.
2: Hi. Hi, Kaya. Hi, Erin. You guys, thank you so much for having me. I noticed that your voice seemed a little, I just wasn't sure if it was like, you know, gravelly, cause you've kind of got like a little bit of a countess in you, <laughs> or in fact, like you just normally sound sexy or if that was post Bravo con, you know, voice trauma, which we all have. Um, <laughs> I finally, like, I feel like it's Friday night today. I woke up. I was like, oh my gosh, oh, like I'm almost back. I'm almost back. Yeah. yeah. So, God, I had
1: to you drink so me. much steam and I don't know, was it, yes. was it just- or like, did I sleep like a fucking koala bear like these past few <laughs> days just trying to catch up on sleep? Because if it wasn't one thing, it's another. It's like mm-hmm. I had to I haven't done that much movement since the beginning of quarantine, really, because it was like the Do you this-
2: have an Apple watch. Did you track your steps? Because like I look back and it was 11,000 and 12,000 every day.
1: Oh, my God. You got like all your steps in. got them all in.
0: That's that's a whole workout, guys. <laughs> Listen, so we have to start off by asking you, Amy, how is your week going?
2: It's so good. I feel like I'm on a high. Yesterday, I kind of crashed. I was a little, a little bit of a cranky bitch on my show. Um, but that has to do with like, for some reason, I think the adrenaline level dropped and like reality set in. And then there wasn't any chocolate in the studio and I, I was just tired and i was just pissed but then i got out of it once i started talking about like real housewives but um my week has been unbelievable like just recapping pretty much every single day on my show reality checked on radio andy um we have been talking bravo con recaps at the beginning uh, like first monday was all just talking about the convention. Tuesday, we talked about it for like 25 minutes. Then we went and recapped. Then we did that every single day and we'll do it again today. But, you know, I feel like just getting everything out, having that we had the phone lines open, people were calling in about their experience. So it just was like the greatest week. It was one of the greatest weeks of my life. Bravo con 2022. And then the subsequent time following was one of the greatest times of my entire life. Like it was peak happiness. The love was so strong. The connection with people was just insurmountable. And, um, I just feel really grateful like to be a part of this community. Like it was amazing. How do you guys feel?
1: Listen, amazing. We're, we're like, still... I, yeah, we're still recovering from it. Um, I didn't even know that I was going to like it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and I just am having Bravo like withdrawal because I'm like, Oh, I I wake up. And I'm like, I gotta be to the dope tardy stage, or like, <laughs> I gotta get to the <laughs> off at three. And it's just like, no,
2: no. Did you get I everything like, done that you wanted to do, or did you experience everything you wanted to experience?
1: I got more than I thought that I was gonna get done. Okay, first wow. of all,
2: like, were you general? Were you VIP? Were you SVIP? What were you? I was
1: VIP. It did nice. not matter for certain things, obviously, but for other things, it did. I went with um, TV who partnered with us to like share their the housewives commercial but also partnered with us to share our first day at bottle on friday so So i took over the direct tv um instagram and twitter on friday which was like the best day to do it because that was the first day that was the day of the beverly hills stampede and like that was the day that i was able to like get everything and then the rest of the weekend was just for me because Mm -hmm. saturday was just such a draining day i don't know personally like Saturday was like the worst day for me, but it then Saturday, I rebounded. Rebound, yes, rebound. Yes, <laughs> less people, um, I had my schedule on point. I finally knew where the stage is. Where I had someone to help me. Like it was just a, a great mm-hmm. day all over. And plus, I was like, this is the last day, so you're gonna have to pry Bravo kind of my cold dead hands before <laughs> I give up on this. And then with Aaron, I know that you like the the Mary Spedison panel because I live streamed yes. and I was telling you exactly like what was going on what to put up and just meeting the squad was just like in you met her yeah well on the stage because they they had the the panel and then they had to shuffle them off the stage because it got so heated and I was like oh my god this is so good they had to
2: shuffle them off during the panel
1: at the end of the panel because um, oh at
2: the end of the panel okay
1: it was they were getting very intense like it was like a reunion
2: Okay. Yeah. I heard something. I heard a little bit about that, but I haven't gotten all the full details. And I hope that that reunion will be put on Peacock. I'm not I'm saying I'm That's calling it a the panel. <laughs> I it the panel because um, that was the one that I heard the most about other than the stampede. That one was the one that like seemed to pop off. And I was like, I, I don't know. I need to see this. And I hope we get to.
1: It's so good. I hope they put it on there. And then if you um, don't get to see the full thing. I do have like the latter half still up on Bravo wall black. So y'all check that out. If y'all haven't seen it either.
2: Oh, um, okay. Well, so you, you, you videotaped it and now it's, it's up on your account.
1: Mm-hmm. Was, I saved the live. Just great. Oh, perfect. I'll just go there. <laughs> oh my God. Amazing. Okay, great. What was your favorite thing? Like, of I know that you got the blessing of like hosting a panel, but I did,
2: like, I, did. I got, so I, it, so Gosh, there are so many highlights, but um, because, so myself and Chef Stuart O'Keefe, we co-authored a Real Housewives parody cookbook called Cook It, Spill It, Throw It. And it's a parody cookbook. It's a real send up to the housewives. And it's about, it's recipes that are in honor of the housewives moments, like epic moments and named after them. And I mean, you know, every moment that every trauma Every trauma. I mean, it kind of is a trauma. Every <laughs> traumatic experience, every trauma happens at a dinner table or at a bar, and they're yeah. flipping tables and they're throwing things, right? So, we we're just. Stuart came up with this idea to write a cookbook about you know these moments, and I'm like, that's brilliant. So he brought me along, and we pitched to BravoCon to do a cooking panel with some of the Housewives or Bravo celebrities, and so we were able to do that. So, we did a cooking panel Saturday morning with. Cynthia Bailey, quad web and Caroline Manzo. Oh
1: my God. And
2: it it really, it really was like, so I had never met Caroline and I never met quad. I've, I, I feel like I've, Cynthia and I have had a connection for a while and I try to keep in touch with her over Instagram or, I mean, it's probably more one way (laughs) me messaging her. (laughs) Let's just be honest, but um Uh, Cynthia endorsed my book by giving me a blurb on the back of it. And I just, I feel like I, Cynthia and I have more of a connection, but I've never met Caroline and I've never met quad. So that was the highlight of my weekend was first of all, being with Cynthia, because on the heels of her divorce and like that announcement, being able to see her joy you know, and feel the love from everybody was interesting to watch first person because it just sucks. Like it just sucks. Um, You know, I don't know if everyone saw the writing on the wall that they would separate or that they would, that it would end. We certainly hoped it wouldn't, you know, and I love seeing her have this amazing, like just falling in love with Mike Hill and seeing that whole thing happen, but it's just, it's sad. And I, you could see the pain on her face, Um, I saw her backstage at the legends ball and I was like, I'm going to see you tomorrow for the panel. And like, I, you know, how do you want to go about this? Because I, I I don't really want to bring it up, you know, like I didn't want to bring it up. And I just wanted to be like, I just wanted to say, I'm, I'm sorry. And like, I'm going to be at the panel and I'm not going to say anything if you don't feel comfortable, whatever. And she said, it's just about the fans. And I just want to celebrate, you know, being with the fans. And I was like, that's amazing. And, and it was never brought up at our panel and, and that felt so right because it just seemed like everyone was giving the love that she needed. And we were, and she was doing shots of Bailey Bailey's because we have a drink called Lake Bailey and cream. Ooh. So she would, she just kept doing shots of Bailey and it was hilarious. Um, and then I just felt like it was a really intimate panel because we were active do cooking. And then we were also able to answer, ask a lot of questions and like there were questions from the audience and they were being so real. We were talking about love lives. We were talking about cooking and, um, families and in the real housewives and married to medicine. And, um, it was just a freaking blast. Now quad, I had never met before and oh my God, it's just like everything I would want and more. And I got to just profess my love for married to medicine. And, and I know that she, like appreciated the love from the audience on it. And she brought her spice, like her spice called sass. So like, yes. I didn't, I didn't see it there, you know? So I'm like, so what's your secret to like sauces or, you know, whatever. And she's like, she explained a little bit and all of a sudden she's like, but then we've got this. I was like, oh, of course you have a product, like ready to go, like a premier freaking Bravo celebrity. So I was just like, you know, showing it off to the audience and I was joking around with it. And she was so much fun um and uh, anyway and then Caroline Manzo was very like protective did you ever meet her
1: I saw her walking around but okay do you think okay before we even get into that do you think that because of her presence like she was at photo ops she was at panels do you think that they're preparing to bring her back
2: I don't know because I can't imagine her and Teresa ever being on the same cast but I think what I what I will say is that I think that they are putting themselves in a position for the future. Should Teresa ever leave, she would be ushered in easily because Dolores, you know, and, and who else? Like, but she's friends with Margaret, right? Is she? Yeah, I think she, she is. she's tight with Dolores. Yeah. But they might be like, you know, poised to bring her in like for the future, but she doesn't. She said she doesn't want to do Real Housewives. She wants to do Married... uh, I'm sorry, Married with Children. She wants to do Manzoed with Children again. That's her thing. She wants to do that. Like, she doesn't want to do...
1: Like, I don't know. say it
2: again. I didn't hear you.
1: Maybe they're going to bring that back for Peacock or something. Because they keep saying, like... Well, not saying, but the the amount of times that I saw Caroline Manzo was suspicious. (laughs) Like, why was she at two photo ops... She was at the family panel. She was at another panel. Her presence was, I, I saw, I didn't see Andy once and I saw Caroline Manzo probably about four times.
2: <laughs> That's but hilarious. What, that is like, really what funny. Is going on I can understand her. your suspicion then. Um, you know, she basically said in the panel, "I if I was asked to do Manzo with children, camera's up tomorrow. That's what she said.
1: Ooh. Okay.
2: But- I don't think she wants to come back to Real Housewives. And she didn't say like, oh, I'm not going to come back if Teresa's there. She didn't say that at all. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, she would. She, I could see her coming back with Teresa there and dealing with it. But I don't think Teresa would agree to that. You
1: know what I mean? Could you see her on an Ultimate Girls trip? Or is she oh, not- that's a good one. Because we have like we're thinking about season four because obviously we got the the by Portia, by Leah, buy buy Leah for ultimate girlship Thailand. But yeah. it's like they, they're usually about to scout the next group. I, I don't know. It's just something that has. To I think you have your why. intuition
2: is right. I'm following your intuition. You're feeling something. You see something, you say something and I, I'm believing <laughs> what you're saying. So yeah, I'm going to watch that. I think you're right. I mean, it, it's so now that I see it, it's so obvious. I'm like, oh yeah, you're, I think you're onto something. There's gotta it's be something, something there. It's gotta happening. be girls trip. It's very
1: and, weird. Like, she was on Watch Happens Live. She had yeah. these. She had meet and greets. Like she was just walking around, and people were like following her and screaming like they saw Princess Diana. It so, was amazing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing because like she's very protective. Like she's what you think she's like. Don't you know? Like you don't mess with my family. You don't mess with me. But like so warm. And by the end of the panel, like even backstage, I just felt, I definitely felt a little love there. Like you can tell she's not going to trust you, you know, right. she's not going to trust you right up front. You know, she's going to watch, she's going to watch your past.
1: How, how, okay. So what dishes did you guys like make? Like I wasn't. We made,
2: so the, the cookbook, um, well, so the, the cookbook is specifically real housewives. But they added Quad, which I thought was a brilliant um, thing to do because she does cooking with Quad. She has a cookbook. She she's all about the food. And I really appreciated that because it's it opens the world of expansion of food on these shows. And though though ours were specifically Real Housewives, because we can't we can't do the whole like we can't do everything at one time. um, We we came up with a dish for Quad which was off of a few weeks ago when she had her Holly Slay housewarming party and they were making s'mores in the back, which was amazing. So we did Holly Slay s'mores mm-hmm. and we made them kind of Christmassy. We put cookies together and it was amazing. And Stuart was like cooking them the marshmallows on this little like stove thing and he was burning them. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, no one likes burned marshmallows. And then everyone's like, no, we love burned marshmallows. So it was just like practically another stampede. But, um, but we had so much fun with that. And, um, there's a drink in the book called Lake Bailey and cream for Cynthia um, it wasn't her potato salad, but we agreed obviously for the next, because you know, we talked about her barbecue and, and stuff, but we're like, we're definitely if we do another one, there's definitely gonna be a potato salad. And then for Caroline, we did a manzo potty with thickest thief sauce sauce. So it's like a manicotti with this amazing sauce. And so we made that. Um, it was it was really fun. And that so that panel was a real highlight for me because of meeting Caroline and Quad um, and being with Cynthia at such a volume. The Orange County panel that I hosted was amazing. It was just really fun. Um, it was fun to be up there. I, I hosted the uh, Orange County panel in 2019. So it was a little bit more of the same, but just it was different. Chrissy Teigen was in the front row for this, which was interesting. The crowd was like pumped. There were so many people there. Um, and then I did Radio Andy Presents Bravo Con Theater, where we reenacted Scary Island episode from New York and it was um a ton of people it was Rachel Lindsay, Susan Lucci, Michael Rapaport, Brad Goreski, Arden Mirren, and Jackie Hoffman and myself that read the cast uh that that we got to play different characters um and John Hill was the narrator and that was a blast and um and then I got to open for Watch What Happens Live I just did like a crowd warm up like a tight five Um, And that was really fun because I was a fly on the wall. I got to sit in the back and just watch it all happen in front of me. So that was wild. Wow, For Legends Ball. Yeah.
0: Listen, you had a good time. I did. And
2: then I got to be at my booth because I was selling my book in the bazaar. So I was in the bazaar all day long. And I got to see all, and that was the best part because you were really in it with people. Like that's where you got to meet people because we were stationary and then people would come up to us, whether to say hi, to, to take a picture or to buy the book, or just like, to just be like, ah, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I can't believe this is happening. And then you got to see all the housewives walk back and forth. And, um, that's what was really fun for me to talk to people and meet people and just connect with everybody. And, um, That was great to have a stationary spot. Like that was amazing.
1: Listen, BravoCon don't owe us nothing because I had just as much fun. I I mean, I didn't do anything, but I think I was able to be VIP and I was able to just like really enjoy myself while also, um, you know, being like a, a fly on the wall for like my followers did you so get to
2: was, meet all the people that listen and and follow you did you get a chance yeah, to connect people,
1: they, they mainly stopped me asking for aaron i was like, hey um, <laughs> <laughs> but i am here uh, hello it's me and um, they were very nice about it i really appreciated it and also i didn't think that anyone would stop me like because we don't show our faces but right. i did that day i was like in the in my story i'm like yo come the come up and say hi if you see me like I'm and yeah you was, need
2: to get your faces <laughs> out there more because I was like are you Kaya like I don't know who I'm talking to am I getting catfish I don't know <laughs> are you Aaron I don't yeah,
1: you, you should yeah <laughs> you
2: should get your faces out there more yeah for sure
1: <laughs> yeah but like it was so nice to meet everyone like who actually like listens and then also other content creators yeah. just to meet them and put a face to the name even though like I know them online but just. Be in their physical presence was amazing and Mm -hmm. also just meeting random people like oh what is your favorite housewives show what is your favorite housewives moment do you think this person is getting fired what have you heard about this where do you live where do you come from it's just like so fun and you meet that same person later on at another panel and it's like oh yeah you know and just like comparing stories and everything but that was just such a fun time and like I didn't I don't know I just didn't expect it and obviously were you
2: there like, all three days?
1: all three days. Oh, well I was amazing. I was there four days technically because I went to the Thursday pre-party, which oh right I, for direct TV, yeah, yes. Yeah, my highlight was meeting like Kathy Hilton because Yes, she, were you in that conga line? I wasn't in the conga line, I witnessed the conga line and then I actually made a video with Kathy. So I was just oh, like, my god. Oh my god, it's Kathy Mother Effin Hilton. She was so nice and pretty. <laughs> Like, Aww. she was, like, a freaking bot. Like, I don't know. Like, I didn't think she was, like, a real person. But, like, when I talked to her, she was just so warm and, and welcoming. And I'm like, that's not, you know? Because me, personally, it's like Mm -hmm. before I was a fan of her on Housewives I'm a fan of Paris and um, you know like Paris raised me so to be there with her mom is just like another level of reality TV because I think you know me and Erin both we grew up watching The Simple Life obviously Mm -hmm. and then like from The Simple Life to you know like I Love New York and Flavor of Love and then eventually Housewives now we have like this whole connection of just like reality TV and it's becoming like manifesting in a way that you can't even like explain you know Mm -hmm. but it was just such a a fun fun time but aaron does have some questions just to ask you about different things
0: yes first i want to ask you though uh before we get off of BravoCon, who were which bravo liberty were you most excited to see
2: caroline and quad and i I, Mm. i i was excited to see captain sandy again um because I love doing Captain Sandy. God, it feels good. Yeah. I love her pep talks, you know, like, so I wanted to <laughs> see her again. And I, I, I do know her and I met her, but, and it was so funny because like I called, I, I, it took her several moments to figure out who I was, even though I said, it's me, Amy Phillips, um, because I'm not wearing a fucking Captain Sandy wig doing an impression of her. And like, I bangs, I look different. I don't see these people, you know? So she's like looking at me, like, and then she's like,
1: oh,
0: ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: god you know um i use your videos in my in my speeches when i travel around you know like so it just was fun to see her and um again it just it just comes back to quad and caroline it, with that panel yeah
0: i believe that because i would be most most excited to see quad too like my you son. would
2: yeah yes. so you guys watch married to medicine obviously
0: oh listen. it's so good
2: it's so good. It's Especially so so, so good. Especially this season.
0: This season has been season really good.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, we, For um white people to watch it. So if you can just spread the message to some more white people, like to watch *Married to Medicine*. I agree, you
2: know, and I I recap it almost every week on my show, and um it was funny because no one was really calling when during the recaps, and that was pissing me off because I'm like <laughs> I know you guys are fucking watching the show, so finally I'm like. Where are all the married to medicine lovers? I know you're out there. So call in. And so we would do this thing where we're like, we're going to answer the phone lines. Like, do you love married to medicine? And I'm like, I promise once the phone like that. And so now every week we're like, do you love married to medicine? Give us a call. And then the phone starts ringing. And, you know, people are like, I love this show. More people need to be watching it. And then mm-hmm. at my panel, when I was talking about it with Quad, I was like, Quad, this is it's such an incredible show. And I'm like, if you guys aren't watching it, it needs to be watched. And you could see on her face, she was kind of like, yeah, fucking yeah. You know, Because <laughs> it's just so true. It is so underrated because I feel like people aren't giving it a chance. And and if it it's better than most Housewives shows. It is. It is, it is on, it's p the the relationships for, I know going on a married to medicine tangent here, but the fact that these relationships have begun and and they're, it's like the same cast for the most part from the beginning, Ah, that's unheard of. It's been going on for so long. They have, they're incredibly intelligent. They have these real careers, Um, you know, like they're not, it's not just brands and products. Um, And I just, and every, Every week, I'm like, God, I don't know who I love more. I'm even like, I may even love Anila. You know what I'm
1: saying? Like, I start to be like, I can't live without her because this whole thing, you know what I mean? I just- It's Miss Gomez and Anila feeding her kids pizza every meal.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, just the fact that Anila had the fakest storyline I've ever seen in my life, you know? Then all of a sudden had like the realest storyline, you know? And then I was, and it's so funny too, because I was saying like, Oh, Miss Gomez totally broken. Like she set this up to give her a storyline. Like it's totally (laughs) Gomez. Um, and then I think someone on the show like the next week joked about it, like that that Mrs. Gomez helped her. (laughs) I think it was (laughs) I think it was Simone who said that. Like she couldn't do anything by herself. Like Mrs. Gomez probably helped her do that. If anything, anyone set it up. But anyway, um, it just it's a great show. And um, I do feel like this season pe- more people are watching it I think the word is spreading more and I'm so glad that,
1: what's that? it's like finally potomac, like finally like when we were like please watch Potomac please watch potomac please watch potomac and then finally i think it was around what season four or five it was either four or five we saw more people flocking to Potomac and we were like yeah welcome and then welcome like, to I our world. here and i'm like okay now that we got the people onto Potomac we yeah. have to to America Medicine who's been on years, you know, before. And like you've mm-hmm. said it, you're an icon legend podcasting. What? Yes. Like all like, listen, I'm telling you. They, all that. They, like, you know, yeah. And we had um Steven Faces by Bravo on. And they all said, this is the most consistent show on Bravo mm-hmm. And I'm like, please, like it's not just us. It's really uh, it's also
2: a- they don't need to have so much drama every week. So, no. You can just enjoy them. Like Contessa just being like scallops, you know, I mean, (laughs) that all day, that all day, you know, um, you just, they don't have to have such intensity and they don't necessarily push it. That's what I love about it. And then Dr. Jackie's mm -hmm. just working. She wants to work. She wants to rejuvenate. She wants to resuscitate. She wants to recalibrate like, and she's just like, you guys can't go to bed. We have to work this out. I love that part of it too.
0: And that's what I love the most about it. I feel like the relationships are so authentic. Like, you don't find that on a lot of, uh, I'd say the Housewives franchises, it seems these days, it's like everything is, it it comes off kind of scripted, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Like the producers are working Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and telling them what to say. And and with this show, it's just like natural interactions. And you can tell they love each other and they have like a genuine chemistry.
2: Yeah. And they can kind of bounce back. I mean, they have a lot of road, you know, they've got a lot of bumps in the road and sometimes that takes time as we saw with Dr. Jackie and Dr. Simone, which was really heartbreaking. And I'm happy they got to the other side of it because this season, they're just so freaking giggly. It's It just makes me laugh so hard. Simone, just all she does is laugh. Like in her confessionals, she's just laughing. And I mean, that laugh is infectious. And it's just a joyful show to watch, but it's also can be really heartbreaking. And the marriages like to be on reality television for that long and to have your marriage exposed and to have them go through what they've gone through several marriages, it, it, it makes me it does make me understand why heavenly like doesn't expose it because she's trying to be protective because she's like, I don't want what happened to your marriages to happen to mine. So I kind of get where she's coming from, but it's um it is a premiere show. And I'm so glad that it's starting to get its due, you know, respect and that it had such a presence at BravoCon and that that they had such a fire panel, which, again, I'd love to see. Yeah.
1: Like I said before, I joined the panel um, because I don't want. Everyone think I'm just repeating myself this. This is really about having Amy Phillips on, finally. But, like, during the <laughs> Arts and medicine panel, hearing people keep saying, like, Miss Quad, Miss Quad. And then she goes, she got it. She got it. I was just like, oh, my God. I'm finally here with people who get it. Yes. And Quad got it. So, Aww. but Erin, what were you going to say?
0: Yeah. So, talking about another amazing show, let's talk about your show, Reality Checked. Like oh, we definitely yes, we have to touch on that. How did this idea even like start?
2: <clears throat> okay. So seven years ago, I just celebrated seven years on Radio mm-hmm. Andy. Um, and that Radio Andy has been in in existence on Sirius XM. So um about eight years ago, I would say I wanted to start a podcast about all things real housewives. And um, so I kind of like put together my description in my pitch. I was just kind of organizing what it would be. And I was just going to try to launch it on my own or figure out how I was going to do that. Cause it was around the time when podcasts weren't really, there weren't as many, there wasn't, it wasn't really happening that much. Right. So it was a little bit of the wild West. And so Andy has been so supportive of my impressions in terms of like, you know, involving me with watch what happens live all these years. So I felt like I needed to get his permission in a way, or at least blessing at the very least. So I emailed him and I said, you know, um, <clears throat> I want to do a housewives podcast. I just want to make sure that I have daddy Andy's blessing. And like, that's okay. Cause you've given me so many opportunities and I want to just go out there and talk about stuff. And, and, um, he was like, yeah, but don't you want to do it on radio Andy? And I was like, what? And at that point it hadn't existed and he hadn't launched his network yet. And, um, he was like, yes. I'm just pulling together my lineup of shows. And at right now I didn't have anyone covering, you know, anything that's Bravo related because I wanted to diversify the content and I didn't want it to have to be completely Bravo centered. So this would just be that cover that corner. You know, I was like, oh, of course, like, oh my God. yes. Yeah. So I started one day a week and then it went to two days a week and then it became five days a week. And so, and here I am. All these years later, and I get to recap pretty much every show on Bravo. Um, and and a lot of the times I have to do double headers. Like, you know, um, yesterday I did Beverly Hills and Salt Lake City. A lot of the times I have to do two in one hour, which is, uh, which is a lot. And we do um, news and feuds, which is where we cover all like the news going on, you know, the feuds going on in the Bravo sphere with what's going on on social media and what's on page six and things like that. And then we get into a recap Um, and we take calls. I do housewives interviews. I don't do that many housewives interviews um, because it's more about recapping instead of talking to them um, and trying to get like a scoop from them. It's more about the listeners and recapping, you know, like like what you guys do. And, you know, it's essentially that. But I just absolutely love it and have an incredible producer, Alyssa Heimrich. And Jameson Scala who make the show absolutely incredible. And we just, we just have a great time.
0: How do you fit all of that information into an hour? It's really hard. We
2: run out, <laughs> it, we run out of time and I have a lot of regrets at the end because I go, God damn it. I forgot to yeah. talk about this. And I, and I like had it circled, you know, and it's, in it, it's so frustrating Um because, you know, I try to balance like talking about whatever show I'm talking about and then taking calls. So then sometimes I'll just lose my place and then I'll get beyond it. And then I follow, I try to follow things organically. And then I miss something that (laughs) is sometimes really big. And I'm like, Oh my God. (laughs) And then sometimes if it's really big, like the next day, I'll be like, okay, sorry, I forgot to talk about this. Let me just talk about this real quick. And then we'll get on to the next or the next week we'll talk about it. Um, But we do run out of time and I just try to. It's a speedy, speedy show. Like, yeah. see how I'm talking? I'm psychotic. Like, I I really, I have to get it in and I have to really move. I have to move. I have to move fast because we have commercial breaks and everything. So it's just, it's got to be quick. Ooh, oh,
0: my gosh. All the pressure.
2: Yeah, <laughs> It's okay. I like the pace. And usually when I have guests on, which you guys have to come on, they're like, yes. it's over. What happened? Uh, like, I'm like, sorry. You know, I know it's a lot. It's like, you know. It, but it's fun. I like mm-hmm. the pace and, it, and we get in, we get out and it's great.
0: And speaking of guests, like who's, who is your dream guest?
2: I just like having regular mm-hmm. people on who love Bravo. Those are mostly, you know, like I like having people who get it. Um, who either I, I, I most, sometimes I really like having people on who have a different perspective from me. Cause a lot of the times it's like,
0: yeah, that makes it interesting.
2: Yeah, it's just more interesting, you know, and then we can kind of like go back and forth because it can get boring. And like when people call in, I'm like, by the way, please call in and disagree with me (laughs) because (laughs) I don't need you to call in and be like, I totally agree with you because it's like everyone has their opinions and that's what it's all about. So I try to, you know, encourage people to be like, it's called reality check, like, come check me. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I'll check you, Do check me and we can just have our opinions. But um a dream guest. Um
0: hmm.
1: I know that our first, like um our first major guest was Ashley Darby. But like before that, like our first that's big cool. guest cool. was not even someone that you would think is a big guest. And that's what's so funny about like Bravo and the Bravo fan base and Bravo Khan. It's like we had Katie the security guard on from Real Housewives of Potomac, who was a security yeah. guard when the whole Monique and, and Giselle thing was going on. And oh, we that's were, like, so, so good. Because we found out just things about his life, you know, like he, um, the security for like Drake and like b- big celebrities and oh, things wow. like that. And just talking about him in the small car and like everything just like, it was just such a funny, like, that's the, I love that because you're yeah, getting into the
2: nitty gritty because yeah. that's the thing. Like I, I love talking to Bravo celebrities, but at the same time, that's not necessarily like my dream. I, I just I like the way things are. I like the balance of talking to, you know, just having recappers on and and just talking to Alyssa and Jameson and hearing getting calls. You know, um, that's just okay. fun fun for me. Yeah.
1: So then, okay, what about what is your favorite franchise of all time?
2: Oh, of all time, I mean, it would probably be New York. New York is my favorite from back in the day. That was always my favorite. Um, gosh, Potomac is right up there. You know, it. You know, the sails, this, the winds change. You know, and I just really love Potomac. Um, so? Cool. I would like, say those two. How about you? How
1: do you? Um. Well, okay. So ours is Atlanta.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. That got us watching it. um You know, it might flip flop sometimes. It's better than sometimes right. or sometimes, but it's just like it feels like home for us. Obviously. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> Where do you live? We live in South Florida, like for Lauderdale area. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, nice. But so we do sometimes in the background of the Miami one. We're like, oh, I know that spot. That's not oh, me. that's cool. But, like, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> it's really cool, and just watching um, these women on TV, like we always say like housewives no matter how you flip it or throw it it's like (laughs) yeah they can be badly behaved sometimes but we've never seen with older women with Mm -hmm. money Mm -hmm. that look like us be represented like on tv so it Mm -hmm. was just always something Um, that drew drew us to it that was different from other reality shows and then that's how we got into like different we got into rules and we Mm -hmm. got into all these different um, Atlanta
2: was your gateway drug. Yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yes, like, yes. It was. Yep. Yeah. Like I yeah. Do have fever dreams of Bravo before Housewives. It was like, oh, this is a network that had the Amy oh, was it? Not Amy. That had Kathy on it. Like, okay, that was that was the network that had Kathy on it. And that was a oh. network that had a queer eye on it. I didn't even oh. realize mm-hmm. that like Bravo's are so known for Housewives now that I forgot. Right that, you know, they actually like were the ones with my life on the D list, putting all this work into reality, but, you know, not all
2: diamonds and Rose talked about that, about how like queer eye for the straight guy was really their, um, kind of boilerplate. Well, it was like the tree and they use those branches to like, to, to segue off into, okay, well, top chef will be like the food portion um, project runway will be the fashion portion. Um, you know, and they kind of used queer eye as an example of how they wanted to continue down that road. And they really explained that in that book in such a phenomenal way. And it's really interesting that that's where it all pretty much began.
1: Exactly. Oh my God. It's, mm-hmm. it's when you look back, it's like, okay, well, they were, they're making an imprint on reality. Yeah. This whole- I was just over at DH1 like 13 years old watching New York go off things like
2: that but yes oh wow yeah 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 oh my god
0: (laughs) so Amy listen what are your thoughts on this Beverly Hills reunion so far we have the two parts I'd love to know
2: It's so good. It's like some of the greatest television. The whole season has been some of the greatest television. Mm -hmm. Um, I embrace it for the good, bad and the ugly. And it's just phenomenal TV. And we have a cast of all star reality stars is what I'll say, because they're giving us such drama and controversy. Um, I mean, that's ev- all ed- everybody is talking about. That's what everybody's talking about. And everyone's got their sides. And that, to me, shows that this is some good TV. Um, we're not bored. A lot of people are mad. A lot of people are, you know, uh, entertained. And I think that means it's it's going well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like um, watching. Although I do not agree. I will be watching. Whereas for me, Southern Charm, I just tapped out. I couldn't do Southern Charm.
2: Yeah, it was, uh, it wasn't that great. Southern Charm wasn't that great. I just,
1: like, I I just, I just tried to watch for, like, as terrible as he is, it hasn't been the same since Thomas was there. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, so I hear hear that, that. Thomas yeah. and Ashley, and now we have these people, but then they put Austin and Craig on winter house and now it's just Mm -hmm. like we don't really need Southern Trump anymore I feel like Benita should either go to Summer House or Winter Winter House yeah Yeah. and then just just dissolve
2: the show yeah that's a really good point I mean I have this whole theory that Patricia and Whitney are just like let's make some new reality stars for the cast come on in the basement they got like this scientific lab and they're just building madisons over and over again you know and trying and they're like that one's a fail put it back in the tube you know i don't know i just um yeah it really wasn't that great and I don't have too much to say about it, but <laughs> no, it,
1: it was more of a statement. Now, just saying I tapped out, but we, we understandable. You, you did make a great point that no one is like not entertaining. Like some people are mad. Like I'm very mad. Yeah, of
2: course. As well. Many should
1: problem, be. <laughs> Even at RoboCon, like at the same peak, I like to call it, um, I was front seat, so I didn't get to, thank God, I wasn't.
2: You were in the front row? Yeah, the
1: front row. Okay, up.
2: what was that experience like? What? It's, please, you probably talked about it on your podcast already, but I would love to hear it from you.
1: Yeah, no, it was amazing. I felt like I was front row at Fashion Week, like at the hottest, <laughs> at the hottest like designer show, because my homegirl that I had met there, which is why I kept saying when you meet people, it was like some girl that I literally met that day. She was like, Okay, I'll see you later at the at the Beverly Hills panel. And I met up with her again and like everyone was like trying to go in and so I was the guy the security guard was like can you go and get your friend because she's not supposed to be there because she had the general admissions pass mm-hmm. um but I was like okay I'll go get her and then she she found me and she was like hey I have a seat for you and I'm like that's my home girl that I met literally oh hour.
2: my god so
1: Amazing. in the front in the reserve seats and I met one of um Margaret's friends and she has like a she does a purse drop every week. She's amazing. Um, it's called Personally Yours. So shout out to Personally Yours. Um, mm-hmm. but it was it was great. And like they had to threaten us to shut the whole panel down. They had to tell us that the fire marshal would shut it down. Um, I was sitting, so I was minding my business as usual. Mm-hmm. And like the people that were standing had to back up and everything, and they had to oh bring gosh. the curtains down to make it so everyone could see everything. And like they were like, We can't honor SVIP or VIP because everyone is mixed up anyway so it's like if you want the oh. panel you have to literally sit down and they're like they threatened us they're like yo when the lights go off no not one move and wow. we we're like, of course not so when the lights went off we were shut like they got us together honey really? so wow <laughs> <laughs> they, they finally called um like, well, they they had Brad Goreski like his videos playing. And you know, obviously the intros, all the panels was like the conga line for Kathy. I'm like, ooh, you are stirring the pot. <laughs> um, but then they called the housewives out. Garcelle got the most applause, obviously. Yeah. And then and I did not expect Lisa Serena to get booed mm-hmm. the way Lisa Rena was fucking booed. Like yeah. I expected like a few boos. I don't know, but I don't know something in me. Projecting a was few like, boos, <laughs> yeah, I a few. Like she has been horrible, so I, I get it. But like when I say that the ground shook from the amount wow. of booze that were distributed, people literally like reached into their esophagus to like project their boos. <laughs> wow. And I was like
2: that's hardcore.
1: Wow. And like I remember, I just felt awkward, so I was like, yeah, woo. I thought I was like evening it <laughs> You're out. You're <laughs> like yeah, I'm, like, I'm not even a fan but i just felt awkward so i was like sure Ahh. sure right 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 <laughs> it was insane that she flicked the crowd off and i'm like this is a that was amazing exotic. yeah <laughs> like, epic
2: epic 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 no,
1: no other convention like they were like okay so they had comic-con i think either the previous week or the week ahead yes I mean, yes I, yeah they were like yeah it was a way less people but I will say that you drink way more. So the people from <laughs> BravoCon drink, out drink the like 100,000 people that went to Comic-Con. I'm like, wow. Oh my God. Wow,
2: we, are, we should be proud. Very proud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got hilarious. I love that factoid. I didn't hear that. That's really funny. Yeah. Frank, who told it's you that? The security
1: guard? Literally someone who works at the actual like job at oh, Samson.
2: Okay, okay
1: at the Beverly Hills panel and that was the first day
2: wow. my like, wow a weekend <laughs> a bunch I, of drunks we are we're starting we The started. soccer
1: moms literally just once they saw that the curtain was there that's how it happened like all the soccer moms was like just come on
2: oh my and god then, like, they I went fucking nuts
1: down the freaking yeah. idols, and I'm just like, oh my god, like, am I safe here? <laughs> and I'm like, this unhinged. is the house of Beverly Hills. Like, out of god. control.
2: That's what I mean about like, people are mad, people are hating, but like, they caused, like you said, a stampede. So they're obviously doing something right in terms of entertainment. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 And the fact that that made it to the news, like, I'm watching the news, right? And I just see this happening. I'm like, this is not real. Like, <laughs>
1: are you okay what
0: the hell is going
1: on my mom didn't even want me to go but then once she saw that she's like i told you you should have went to new york and i'm like listen i did not know there was going to be a stampede at the (laughs) Beverly Hills channel (laughs) Who would have thought wow i was kind of proud though because at least it wasn't at the potomac you know like it was just so (laughs) It was so good. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> as long as no one got hurt, like no one got hurt from right No, here. I know. It Thank goodness. Arguments. That's good. Right. People just
0: got cursed out.
1: Yeah. 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 People got cursed out, especially in the in the kenya line too.
0: <laughs> Bad.
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> my like, y'all are cursing in front of Kenya Moore hair care?
0: And she was just so like uninterested in like whatever what was going on. She wasn't even phased by it.
2: No, of course. She's a professional. Because
0: she was, I think they said she was, like, a little late to our panel. So I think they were, like, on her ass about that. Mm -hmm. So she wasn't even focused. And while she was, like, talking to them, I just see the people in front of her. And they're like, no, you shut the fuck up.
2: Oh, my God. No way.
0: This is all happening. and You just see her in the background, and she's just, like.
1: I love the fake things that also went viral on Twitter. Like, I think that was the first day that was like, "If you are in line for the orgy at BravoCon, do not get out of line."
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did hear about that. That's hilarious. I was
1: like, "What?"
0: <laughs> Listen, some people said that was real. Like, I don't know. <laughs> in the
2: SVIP room, you know? Hey,
0: I don't know what's going on, but I'm like. I don't know.
2: Right behind the Kathy Hilton cutout, you know, that's what happens.
0: (laughs) Not the Kathy Hilton cutout. (laughs) All right, y'all. So, you know, we always have to play a fun game. Um, Amy, Mm -hmm. like we know that you're great at impressions. Oh, thanks.
2: (laughs) You're so nice
0: what we want to do we want to give you a few bravo liberties and you know you just give us your best impression of them okay okay so the first one is kim richards okay
2: oh, <laughs> oh my god um i wasn't there because kyle stole my goddamn house i don't know that one's my that's not a good one you know like
0: it's just it's it's
2: a it's a cartoon it's the cartoon one
0: you're not giving yourself enough credit i thought kim (laughs) richards was here um the second one we have teresa judici
2: yeah i was there i was a problem kind i love being nice my daughters weren't there but I love giving you hugs, Kaya. Aaron, you weren't there to pop my love bubble. And I appreciate that. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. These are so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the third one, LVP.
1: Uh,
2: darling, you couldn't get me to Bravo Khan if you bought all four of my restaurants. Uh... <laughs> one of my ponies died oh no i'm kidding that's too soon too soon too soon um that was weird that lvp wasn't there right i mean yeah you know maybe next time
1: i didn't see her at the the tom sandoval concert which i this is a very shameful sentence for me like the tom Sant, the tom sandoval concert <laughs> yeah did you go to the tom sandoval
2: concert did you go to tom sandoval concert did you go with to Tom Cinemal concert selling so like Um I was not there. Uh, I missed it.
1: Did yeah, you? No, it wasn't, I didn't go, but um, I had people on the ground there and she wasn't there. So that was interesting. Was she supposed to be? <laughs> like, they had a whole, like, a rosé room like they had a whole like Vanderpilt thing going and, wow. it wasn't there any, any. and I also thought that it was weird that Denise Richards wasn't invited when they literally used her line for everything it was bravo bravo f and bravo everywhere and Denise Richards uh, yes. was and then
2: don't be tardy stage and Kim wasn't there. Kim that made wasn't me laugh anymore.
1: actually though but there
2: was a don't be tardy stage and like kim's not even there and like you said the bravo bravo fucking bravo i know i mean look that's so
0: rude it
1: is rude it is rude rude. at least
0: have brielle
1: or iriana No, they're too busy like eating a DUI cake.
2: Um, (laughs) Oh my God, I saw that. Jesus, please, Lord, help us all. Just,
1: but you know who was there that we wanted to do (laughs) next? Dorinda Medley. If you can do Dorinda, that would be appreciated. Because personally, I love Dorinda and I want her back, but a lot of people don't
2: you know what i want to come back but apparently someone's got me on pause all right he says be nice i'm trying to be nice i'm trying to make it nice i did a great job <laughs> on your ultimate girls trip you take off your shoes Aaron. don't bring me food upstairs kaya <laughs> all right
1: that's what i'm saying all right thank
0: you you pretty much just recapped season well, two it's of it's the- ultimate girls trip <laughs> yeah
1: that was if no one has. I to do God.
2: love Dorinda. Yes. Oh, my God. I love her.
0: OK, so next in line, we have Brandy Glanville. Shut the fuck up.
2: Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up, bitch. I mean, that's
0: pretty much it, right?
2: I, it's so She's... funny. I saw her in the in the green room, you know, and I said, did you see my video where I go shut the fuck up? Shut the fuck up, bitch. And she goes, yeah, but we need to work on more. You need to do more. And I was like, what else do you say? She's like, I don't know. Shut the fuck up, bitch. And I was like, see?
0: She's <laughs> <laughs> so funny.
2: She was really funny. Yeah, she's getting her glam. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> next in line, and I'm most excited about this one, is Derek Kinsley.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Aaron, this podcast is very chic. It is so chic. PK, <laughs> PK, are you drunk driving? Don't lie to me, but Jackie, Jackie, baby, Bumper, Jackie. <laughs> oh my!
1: God. She
0: is so good. I love the the light in her eyes too. Every time she sees Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh my god! Like, amazing.
2: That oh was, my god! That We're was the greatest about- moment she had on on TV ever.
1: At the girls' panel, she was like, "I did not expect so chic to go viral." She's like, "I'm just a supporter of women." And I'm like, "That is." Such- She's
0: a child of the world.
1: That is really
2: sweet. I do think that that her heart it it was the reason why we liked it is because it was genuine. Mm-hmm. love and support you know it really was maybe it, maybe it was a little ass kissing you know because of jamie lee curtis but i mean who wouldn't you know <laughs> i mean
0: i would i absolutely yeah would kiss it, was, it, it
2: was a good cause what she's doing and you just want to support that and also she's right that is the chicest wind chime i've ever seen because we've all seen wind chimes and they're a
1: lot of the times they're just tacky yeah like they're like bronze and boring <laughs> and i'm just like this is literally like the
0: Freaky Friday. It's and Jamie's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a wind time, right? At <laughs> <laughs> it. Let's move on.
1: Okay, the last one that we have for you is Caroline Stanberry.
0: Oh,
2: thank you for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. Sergio, <laughs> Let me come sit on your mouth. Um, I not really, I don't know how to open my mouth. Is it? <laughs> When I was in boarding school, they sewed my teeth shut. So that's <laughs> why I talk like this. It's absolutely terrifying.
0: <laughs> oh my God. You he sounds exactly like that. I mean,
1: <laughs>
0: you did amazing with all of these.
1: Thank yeah. you.
2: Thank you. Like, yeah, and just- we're
0: not kissing your ass like Jamie Lee well, Curtis. Well, I'm not Jamie Lee Curtis, you, so you shouldn't. You genuinely, <laughs> you genuinely did Thank a you, great job.
2: So- Thank you. That's very sweet. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm just so- goofing. I'm
1: kind to mute myself because I was laughing so hard at one point. But okay, so wrapping things up, obviously you have this cookbook. We're coming off of Bravo Khan. You have your podcast literally going on as we speak. Um, we appreciate you one saying yes to this and two, oh my god, I'm honored, yeah. Following up and then also just doing you've been a delight this whole podcast. Thank so you. what Thank else are you? Are you working on anything? else or what yeah the thing
2: what's, that we what's at the end of my rainbow good question wind <laughs> chimes and uh <laughs> cat uh captain sandy's sea bosom no um i uh well i just recently right before i did bravo con because i wanted to do like my type five for watch happens live i pitch them. I was like, I want to do like stand-up comedy. That's Bravo centered because I want to start working on a live stage show where like I can tour it and things like that. And um, I would love to be able to work out some material in front of the audience. That's just, you know, warm up the crowd before you start your show. And they were like, great. So I was so happy that they gave me that opportunity because it was like amazing to work out that material. So, A couple weeks before BravoCon, I got together with a bunch of other comedians who love Bravo. And we did a night of stand up called The Real Comedians of Bravo here in L.A. at Dynasty Typewriter, the theater uh, downtown here. And um, we did like we all did like 10 to 12 minutes where we just did Bravo material. And Reza actually was one of our guests. He did some material as well. Well, Reza. And I know I love him too. And so that was really fun. So I got to work out some material and then to get ready for BravoCon. But um, I want to do more of that. I want to do more stand-up shows where it's like, you know, comedians talking about Bravo, whether whether it's a bunch of comedians or me and just a couple comedians. And I want to keep doing that and try and travel that. Um, And um, what else? Yeah, I just want to do more live shows. So that's pretty much what I'm going to be focusing on.
1: Okay, at the end of every podcast, before we ask you to shout out your social media and all your stuff, we always have a pot and like why you're talking about comedy, because I take it very seriously. Like, <laughs> yes, of course. Who do you think is or has the potential to be funnier? Ariana Maddox or Hannah Burner?
2: Oh, Hannah Burner. She's she's hustling. She hustles, she puts out the material she's all on, she's all over social media. She's working the stage. She, she goes, on, I mean, it is so hard to be a standup comedian. I mean, you, you hit these open mics and she really is the real Jeez. deal when it comes to that. Yes, she is. And I really respect her hustle. You know, this has nothing to do with her, um, you know, being on summer house. Like it has nothing to do with what she brought to summer house in terms of how she was as a reality star separately. I think that she's great at what she does. And I, I love the hustle. It's gritty. It's the real deal. And you don't see many people doing that type of work, especially in the field of like reality television. They they're, they're picky about what they do. You know, they may just do a podcast here or there, but she goes out there and she, she, she does it. She gets it done. And I I totally respect that. What's your opinion?
1: Yeah. Um, I only saw Ariana that one time on Vanderpump Rules, so I don't have a lot of source material. I right. think that does have the potential to be funny if she um gets away from, gets away from Tom, which I think I see it happening. If you were at BravoCon, you may see what I see. Um, but yeah, I think that Hannah is actually in the she's not just doing social media comedy which is hard Mm. to be really funny on social media it is it's two
2: totally different platforms to go from stage to social media and tiktok and all that stuff but she does all of it yeah
1: Yeah. like she's out there actually on stage having like you know she has michael rap report you know at her show she's like what i think is like a legit
2: legit absolutely
1: Hannah. I would also, this has nothing to do with it, but I would like her back on Summer House. Um, don't mm-hmm. care how many booze that gets me.
2: But no, I, but I, I agree with you. I think that, the, but I think that this time of her part doing her thing will build her character and prove her to be more empowered and then come back more authentic.
1: And now she's, she's like a, a married woman. So, oh, yeah, that's I, right. Oh my God. I don't, I don't remember even remember. Yeah. Like, I barely remember like Des. Like, he was such a big part of hannah when he finally like you know came into the picture but now it's like yeah. i'm knowing her as someone who, like that bethany um impression that she did went viral recently and that yeah, was like yeah. hilarious so she's yeah. like a person outside of herself but also like as a wife also as you know like someone who's doing all these different things so i think it would be really good when she comes back to summer house and then also Paige is even though they still have the podcast together and everything they're so close as ever Um, She has a relationship with Sierra and like she's found herself within the group. So I really think that it would be great to see Hannah come back. But Aaron, what do you think?
0: I'd say the same uh, for Hannah. Ariana, I just... mm.
1: Well, what about... Okay, that was too easy. Joe Gorga is a comedian now, apparently. And (laughs) Shep is a comedian. So (laughs) choose between Joe Gorga and Shep. Who do you think would be funnier? I think Shep
2: could... If he because he um, if he sat down and I could see him sitting down and actually writing, you know, and that's what comedy is all about. You have to write, rewrite, write, rewrite, try out the material, rewrite, try out the material, rewrite. I don't think Joe understands that. I think that he goes up there and is like the dog licks my balls. And I'm like, what? You know, and and then that's that. So I don't think he understands the construction. (laughs) And um, I, I think Shep might have a handle on understanding the mechanics of doing that. I don't know. I haven't seen him, but I'd be interested to see what he brings and then like how he could grow in that. He has more potential, in my opinion. What do you what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think the same like everyone was saying that, oh, you know, these house these people on Bravo are probably now trying to be like comedians. Mm-hmm. But I remember back in the day, like I think was that Mimi who went on tour? Like they were actually these people are on mm-hmm. TV. Make us laugh all the time. It might not be on purpose, but imagine what
2: they can do when they're actually like trying to make us laugh. I I saw Nini. I saw Nini. It was like a mashup of a bunch of different comedians, and they came to LA, and it was a great show. And I saw she was hosting it. Oh my god! She would come (laughs) in and do her bit, and then introduce, and then leave, and then come back and introduce. And I, I, I I thought she she's got an amazing amazing stage presence because there's it's a difference from being on reality television than coming on the stage. So I thought. She was fantastic towards the end of the show. She was either drunk or high. You could tell things were starting to turn, but, but it was a long show. There were so many comedians. There was such a big lineup, you know, of comedians that I was like, well, I mean, have fun in the greener. I mean, I mean, so that was actually really funny. And Greg was backstage and, you know, RIP, oh but yeah, it was really. Uh, but I, I thought that Nini had some promise to that as well. I would have loved to have seen her do more of that because, you know, I saw firsthand and I thought she did a great job.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. She's I don't just believe funny. That. Like not on purpose. And then even on purpose, when she's trying to be funny, she's really funny. Mm-hmm. Um praying for Nikki and her family, obviously. Yeah. Um yeah. but Aaron, Joe Gorga or Shep?
0: Maybe. I'm gonna be the villain and say Joe Joe Gorga.
1: <laughs> <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> just because I don't know if Shep would be funny. Like maybe there, there's yeah. a possibility, but I feel like Joe would just be like outrageous funny
2: outrageous yeah <laughs> like without trying yeah. like you know yes. what I mean yeah yeah like you might end up laughing even by accident with him yeah. whereas with Shep maybe you just wouldn't at all even if exactly. it were by accident right yeah I see that it also has like
1: that like Italian New Jersey vibe that is just like uh, <sighs> like yeah. the typical
0: get out of here <laughs> he's like I'm gonna make you laugh
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> well obviously the people know what they what they can find you because we're going to put it under here yeah. and they've yeah. already, you know they everyone who follows us already follows you but just for the semantics of the show can you please let people yes, know yes i would
2: love to please follow me on instagram at meet amy phillips i actually have a BravoCon highlight reel so or story you know the yeah, the whatever i'm 80 years old um and i'm on twitter but i'm rarely active on twitter amy phillips underscore i'm on tiktok real amy phillips and if you could um yeah my book is available anytime cook it spill it throw it the real house the not so real house-wise parody cookbook and i'm on radio andy sirius xm channel 102 monday through friday four eastern one pacific it's called reality checked and thank you guys so much for having me you have to come on reality checked yes. we'll figure that out because it's live. I don't know what we'd your tools to. are, but we'll figure it out.
1: Oh, we would yes, absolutely we'd
0: love to.
2: Okay, yes. good.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, that was Amy Phillips, everyone. Thank you so much for listening in. Remember to subscribe to our Patreon. We have tiers starting at $5, and you can get extra content, video content, stuff like that. Um, obviously, I had to go to BravoCon, so that was like a, a week of just chaos. But I will be right back on that bitch soon. So please, subscribe (laughs) to Patreon. We love you and have a great day.
0: Yes, love y'all.
2: Bye.